A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the Matchball live streamed on YouTube for our TSB Plus members. Released afterwards as well if you're listening afterwards. Priority access to the Matchball with TSB Plus. Uh, show is brought to you uh, with Levi Solicitors. 10% discount on your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Will's probate conveyancing. Correct. As people said. Professional negligence yeah. and so on and so forth. Um, the referee, eh? Hey. Professional well, negligence. yes. Um, I've come away from that game. One all draw versus Coventry. Sort of feeling... Vaguely angry at the world, and I don't know mm. where to direct my anger, but I think it's going to be at the referee. I don't I hate talking about referees because we, you know, it's in, it's in your own gift to win a game, isn't it? But we didn't win that game. And sure, the ref- I mean, referee made me feel a bit sad about it all. We should still have won. Yes. I think it's worth saying there were chances to win it. The Dan James one being the big one towards the end. How did that look where you are? It looked like there was a tackle on him. I couldn't tell. Mm. People, what, 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 people what watched it have messaged me and said there was a deflection on it, yeah. Like it was, he was under a lot of pressure, wasn't he? Wasn't like yeah, a, wasn't it was like very was close. Alone. It was very close. As much pressure as when he went down looking for a free kick in the first half. I've not so, seen that, but I, I saw it was Dan James, and I went, "Oh, yeah." Again, people who people who saw that on video said that he was through, and he should have just put his foot through it. Yeah, he seemed to fancy getting a free kick instead. He was uh, looking looking around, and going, and you could say we were kind of looking here. Going, what shall I do? And um, just score. A few people got. Yeah, I think it's. There were there were two players on him, so maybe he felt like it was a better option. But yeah, his scoring would have been good. Uh, I think we should have scored more. Can I just um, draw your attention to the comment that Lee has? We'll kick off the comments that are in uh, coming in via YouTube via the stream that Lee has sent in. That's it then. Cancel the kitchen scraps for lepers and orphans. No more merciful beheadings and call off Christmas. Send back the tree. Cancel the turkey. The full shebang. Get rid of it. I'm done now. Shut the club down. You can't, the golden you can't even see it on this because. But I'm, just, I'm pushing this tree over just so you know. Ah, there you go. Thanks. It's ruined. Ruined. What uh, was the you were talking about the referee? Yeah, Jeff Eltringham from County Durham. I, I, he annoyed me to the extent that I actually went and bothered to look him up. In uh, some ways, Lee, he looked leitating bastard. I've broken his tree in half now. Actually, I've ruined Christmas. In some ways, he was quite a traditional <laughs> old referee because he was. A lot of referees these days look quite buff, don't they? And like they, they're actually fit. Whereas he was a a proper little fat middle aged man mm. like refs of old. Yeah, I don't know why I feel so angry at him. He, he just shit. He just seemed to have absolutely no command over the game whatsoever, did he? I think the best bit of him trying to get control was when he didn't even know what happened, but Bamford and someone were shoving in the box. And he came marching over to sort it out, but he hadn't seen what was happened, what had happened. He didn't know what he was going to do, so he just stood there blowing his whistle really, really hard yeah. and pointed at him. Mm. And it was like, well, but what are you... You don't even know... You just know something has happened, so you've come over and blown your whistle, but you have no idea how to sort this out. It's, you can tell a bad ref when both teams are pretty annoyed at him. That's the thing. It was kind of, this is why, because you can't actually put your finger on what was like the specific problems with him, but it felt like both teams and both sets of fans were both pretty miffed about him at various mm. points. And sometimes at the same points, like that one with Bamford and 
friends where he's just doesn't doesn't really know what's happening, doesn't know what to do about it. Everybody's just mad at him, and that's kind of the sign of a bad ref. Well, I thought as well, he seemed to give a lot of free kicks for nothing in really inconsequential spots. Yeah. But then as soon as there was anything, any decisions to be made on bigger stuff, yeah. he seemed to just sort of leave it. Yeah, that's what I think I'm angry at. Yeah. It was like, happy to give it, a free kicks. He didn't, for, want, he didn't want to make important decisions, did he? No, happy to give free kicks in corners, like in a defensive area. Someone, yeah. the winger might have lent on him a bit, fine. But then at other times, it was just bewildering. And all, and also he seemed to let, uh, it was Sims, wasn't it, who there up front? Alice Sims, yeah. Just, he just seemed to be determined to injure Pascal Strauch every time he had the ball went in the air and I thought why is the ref letting him do this over and over again like he, he was just always always getting a, a run on him or leaning into him or something and and at one point he had this was the linesman's fault rather than the refs he was in the northeast corner and you could see Pascal Strauch's shirt he was pulling it the number around the front of him and the linesman was just stood literally two three yards away from it and clearly seeing Strauch's number and go on the front of his shirt and going That's, that looks fine did yeah. you enjoy him booking Chris Ansel Somerville for getting injured yeah, well, yeah, bugged, I, him I for, assume, bugged him for being stood on, didn't he? I assume he yeah. said something to him. He was um, he was cross patch, wasn't he? By the end, well, yeah, he was. Full, oh. He was full Max Gradle, wasn't he? Well, there was the um, on that incident. I think it was because he was annoyed at being trodden on, but then wouldn't go off for treatment, and it, which he didn't have to because the referee. It's up to the player if he wants to go off the pitch or not at the moment. Mm. Um, and then because the referee kept saying, "Well, go over there to the physios," and he's like, "No, I just want to keep playing," um, and he books him for descent. Which um, there is actually going to be a rule that is coming into the MLS next season. So you say this uh, this podgy fellow who was refereeing today is behind the times. He's actually ahead of it because there's going to be a rule that they've tried in lower leagues where it's um, any player who remains down with a suspected injury for at least 15 seconds um, is to be removed from the field by a medical crew and receive treatment on the sideline for a minimum of two minutes. Um, except when the injuries come from fouls that earn yellow or red cards. So if you stay down for 15 seconds, you have to go off and be treated for two minutes. Two In, minutes? Yeah. That's a long time. Because yeah. they're making him stay off for 30 seconds now, like he did with Archie. I think he almost forgot that Archie had been mm. taken off. Yeah, the fourth point. official was saying to, uh, um, what's our head of medicine called? Rob Price? Yeah, he was over there and he was like, he was, they were both looking at the watches and the fourth official was like, I think he's just forgotten. Um, <laughs> and there's going to be a time substitution rule which requires players to exit the playing field within 10 seconds. And if they fail to leave, their replacement will have to wait an additional minute and then enter at the next stoppage. Mm. So that's going to be... Uh, so you say Eltringham is uh, stuck in the past. He's actually he's the most forward-thinking, <laughs> forward-looking official we have. Uh, but then, yeah, and I, I want to highlight, I enjoyed... Uh, Jorginho Ruther saved Crescencio Somerville because I think he mm, at the he end did. Yeah, he, he realised intercepted him didn't he um, before the scuffle at full time but when they were going for it on the pitch they were kind of standing mm. um, and I could see Ruther behind over Palmer's shoulder and he was like the light bulb went on he went he's already been booked Mm. and he went sprinting that's, over that's what I was thinking about I thought if the, if the ref actually decides to do something because he kind of blew his whistle at one point and I thought he was going to start getting involved by which time I think Farker had made his way around to him and then started speaking to him, you know, shaking his hand or whatever and then made his way away from him. But there was a point at which I thought, this is yeah. getting dicey. Yeah, well, that was full was... time, but then it was during the game when Rutter ran over and stopped him. Yeah, he was being on. Beckford to his gradle, wasn't he? Yes, he was. More successful. R- rugby tackling him, trying to beg him not to do it. But then it kind of inspired because then when there was the Bamford incident, Rutter was over there trying to do the same thing for that. And he was mm. like, there's only so much peacemaking that a referee is going to take before he's going to decide, actually, you're the problem because you're uh, running over, grabbing everybody and dragging them away. I think he was he started on some Coventry players that time instead, instead of uh, removing Pazabamps. Mm. So, um, just a good pe- times. Yeah, towards uh, Peter's comment, 
Just cut it on screen on the live stream. Uh, just another of those championship games like Sunderland Day, Dan. I suppose, the thing is, it is. We did more than enough to win that game and should have won it. We should have taken our chances. But unfortunately, we didn't. We are still, we don't look in form though, do we? No. As but, much as I think we, we should have, we should probably have won the game. We we definitely had better chances. The, it chance, does, they, the chance they did score was pretty good, mm. I would say. It looked, I don't know what the XG on it was, but it seemed like a bit of a, a nod in from short range. I saw it coming without. from about a mile off that as well. When yeah. I looked, I was like, there's two men over here in the middle. If they can get it across, oh, they have done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, fe- it felt like it was more or less a tap did they go, whereas a lot of our chances were half, like shots in through a crowd and people spinning and having a shot, but then it's dragging it wide or it's, you know, just not, not a clear cut chance for the most part. We had a lot of chances, but I don't think there were many that, Proper that I would say were out and out. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know they do stats on big chances and stuff, but in terms I don't think we have many. What you're saying about us being a little bit out of form, I think, to be honest, had we won that, we would have been perfectly fine. I mean, like we we started, I don't know, we looked kind of lively. After we went 1-0 up, we looked a little bit lively, like we could possibly roll them over and then obviously we let them back into it and, and you know, you know the rest. But um, we're not out of form so much. It's just like there's just certain passages of play where passes are getting misplaced. You know, like, I don't know, like Kamara and Ampadu are both guilty of it a couple of times. I think they're the, almost like the bellwethers for this when um, when they're not quite on it. Even mm. if it's just a few percentage and they're giving the ball away, it just seems to break down a little bit, the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, it broke down a lot in the first half when we kept playing into Ruter and every single time, it's kind of why we love him, but it was very frustrating in the first half because he just kept trying to do something clever with it. Every time he received it, he was always trying to turn and spin away from people. But then he seemed to, push, I mean, he was probably giving the refs general performance. He was probably fouled on about half of them, but mm. he just never, so I was sort of begging him to do a, something a little bit straightforward in the first half. Yeah. Just take a touch, pass it, lay it off. Yeah. But yeah, he was, yeah, he was just now and then, yeah. just yeah. now and then. So that wasn't really working. Pirosa, it seemed to drift through the game, never with a real place in it. So, that, but, ne- but never does anything really wrong either. No. He's kind of just there sometimes. But he's, he's generally quite tidy in possession. But even then, a couple of times today, he got caught, didn't he? I don't just don't really remember him being involved very much. Mm. But a lot of what we do is kind of just looking after the ball, isn't it? Looking after possession and minimising risk. And they're, they're very calculated about when they take their risks with the through balls. Like we started it relatively brightly. I thought one of the things we've been guilty of, perhaps in, in recent weeks, where it's not quite happened, is passing the ball through the lines, you know, to try and break the mm. lines. Um, I thought we did that quite well today, even if it didn't quite work. You were just kind of waiting for it all to, to click into life. I don't know. Spent a lot more time on the bylines than we have done for a while. It seemed like trying to get there and uh, run across and try to put a ball in the six-yard box. It nearly worked a few times. Dan James, I thought, was brilliant yeah. in the first half yeah. um, in a partly for chasing lost causes, but then mm. turning them into... Um, something good and uh, him and Rutter there was a period at one point where it was, we went from left by line to right by line to left by line again cutting back every single time and it's part of the idea of having Peru where he is so he can come in and finish those but there's um, Farkas made the point that Coventry picked all their defensive players today and left their offensive ones on the bench and brought them on later um, and I think uh, although they weren't they weren't packing the same way Sunderland workers it was just a four four one one with Cov um, they were getting enough people into the box that the ball just became a bit pinball-y and a bit scrambly. But the thing with all that is we're very, we attempt to get very precise in the penalty area. It's often Somerville and Rutter will be doing these little flicks trying to um, set up. Was, isn't there a goal that Arsenal scored um, 
with Perez years ago where it's like the, the perfect flicks to each other in the penalty area and get volleyed in. It always looks like they're trying to recreate that. And it's very difficult to make it work. And that's why when you like, just do something simpler. That's pretty much how we scored the goal. Mm. Um, we'd failed at it about a minute before. And I was starting to think, well, not starting to think, but it was another occasion of thinking we need to simplify. But then, yeah, a minute later they did it and it worked. So, Well, I was going to say, do you agree with um, Tony T's comment that Ruta is a show pony? Because he got the assist again today, didn't he? So, he, you know, he was trying too much at, at times, but ultimately he assisted. He does He does loads of really good stuff. Um I'm a bit frustrated by him today because a, a lot of it wasn't coming off. And sometimes when you've tried to do a turn like eight times in a row and you've never you've never got past anyone, just make it easy for yourself as much as anything. But then he, you know, he, it's a great pass on it for the goal from what I can remember of it. I was jumping around, but it looked it looked like it was a, a typical Ruta pass in that he's, he's it seen a gap no one else it he's seen a gap that no yeah. one else sees, and that's why you have him on the pitch because he does stuff like that. Mm. And we, the way we play invites Somerville and Ruta in particular. Dan James doesn't really have the same style of playing, but it invites them to be show ponies because the idea is we don't have a Pablo Hernandez who can set up chance after chance from deep. It's give the ball to them and then one-on-one, you think of Rutter versus Liam Kitchen or Rutter against whoever else they've got, Somerville against that um, loser who played the first half for Huddersfield. Um, Just beat them because you've got the skill. So do something to surprise them, imbalance them, to use the old uh, Bielserism, and then score from that. So it's kind of trying to make the most of our um, one-on-one, man-for-man, player-for-player, individual uh, levels. Um, but then, and it works quite a lot. Like you say, the goal it worked for, but then um, if a team is well-organised, you're just trying to, you're just spinning into, what's the word, walls. Mm-hmm. What's the opposite? What's the opposite of space? The um, ground. On space. Yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Farkas' comments are coming in in the post-match. Disappointment and frustration 
uh, is what he said. Uh, when you win a point, you see positive aspects, but after this game, it feels like two points dropped. When you judge the game, we should have won. We did more than enough. I want us to feel the disappointment. I don't want to talk about the positives. Coventry, they put everyone who could defend on their team sheet. They left their creative players out. It was clear that they would sit very deep. Uh, you have to be relentless until you open them. We did this with a fantastic goal. The problem is we didn't bury the game. Then a totally unnecessary loss of the ball and we allowed a cross to come in. There was one cross we had to deal with in the whole game. We weren't able. Fair enough. Who was actually to blame for it? Everybody. Everybody. You want to, you want to scapegoat? Pick no, I just, I just wondered because I, I can't remember the passage of play that went before yeah. it. I know it came, the cross came from our left, didn't it? And then presumably one of the centre-backs have been there. I'm fairly sure I remarked, don't lose it there to whoever it was that lost it. Yeah, I can't remember whoever it was that lost it and then it, it ends with Melier has that habit of ending up behind his line when he's trying to save a header like that, which happens quite often. But then before that, um, Jed Spence not stopping the cross has a thing where I noticed today, um, and obviously he's playing on the wrong side, but he's very, very right-footed. And yeah. he tried a couple of times. Um, once, actually it worked quite well, but I noticed it was a bit unorthodox. He tackles with his other leg um, that yeah, you would expect a left-back to do. And he was trying to do that on this. So he's trying to tackle with his right leg. So... Um, as they're coming across from his right side and it is ungainly and not really uh, effective and mm. didn't help stop what was um, happening there. And it was that was the moment because we're also born in the middle we need to find out who that was and then we'll, we will we'll say un, like mean things about them. But then when it went wide you could see the... Fucking Liam Cooper. You could see the space in the middle and you think, right, Spence, just block this. And... He did his wrong leg tackle thing and the cross went in and it's like, right, Melier, save that header. Do you think we're sometimes slow in defending? Because I do wonder, because we're so used to attacking and we have so much command in these games that we're almost not ready sometimes to to get back and... and no, I thought we defended defend. really well today. When you were talking about Sims before on Strauch, I thought Strauch was absolutely brilliant mm. against him. Um, you know, I, just, I just felt like the ref let Sims do what he wanted, yeah, which, was, which was just frustrating me. Strauch, who we've, uh, particularly in the Premier League, has looked a bit bullyable mm. um, absolutely stood up to him and Sims is you know not I mean it was only Everton but he did play in the Premier League so he's familiar with it yeah. um, Everton. so he's a good he's a good striker particularly at this level and then I think we're finding that he's Strauch, a big boy as well isn't he he's is a big boy but Strauch had um, every uh, was all over him but there was that bit it was in the, the northeast corner when the ball was um, going out for a throw and they were both standing about five yards away from it just wrestling and the, and I quite enjoyed that the linesman and the referee were both just like, we'll just just carry on. And then if one of you wants to go and get the ball, um, that'll be fine. And it was kind of like that for most of the game, but I thought Strauch was uh, brilliant against him. And well, Ampadu got back when we were under pressure. Roden got back a few times. So I didn't feel like um, we're slow getting back in any particular uh, way. Just the goal thanks, thanks to Robert, who just clarified it was Kamara who gave the ball away initially well, for their goal. Fucking hell. <laughs> Furious with him now. Just on the on, on Sims, I've just remembered something else that you you've just triggered a memory there of when in the first half the ref gave a free kick for uh, against Somerville on Sims when Sims had basically pushed Somerville out. It, the, we were trying to play the ball through to Somerville. Sims kind of grabbed him and shoved him onto one side of the box. Then he gave a free kick to them for mm. that, and as presumably guessing that Somerville had instead of going for the ball decided to grab hold of Sims, which you would and, so. and drag him. Out of the box. You fancy your chances at Somerville size against him. It's a very, you? very. I'd like to see that again. So it seemed bizarre. We got a bit. The referee is relevant, I think, as we. But it's maybe more about what Leeds did because it felt at times, um, because uh, Coventry started with three big fouls 
or tackles. Mm. I don't know if they were all given, but they went on James. Dan James got absolutely like ragdolled in about the first 30 seconds, didn't he? He just got chucked. Yeah, so they were kind of setting the stall out. Um, and then in the second half, we started doing a lot of kind of uh, brendening where we were <laughs> going down a lot and then looking around going, why isn't that a free kick? Mm. Um, and not cottoning on to the point, that, to the fact that we were not going to get them and we needed to stop looking for them. But there was there was still that forlorn kind of um, yeah, it was like having a team of Aronsons for a while. And you think, just just get the ball. Don't worry, you're not going to get anything from this guy. And they are going to knock you over as much as they can. So just keep going after the ball. Yeah, uh, he did. He seemed to not be willing to book them as well. For like, say, I thought the foul on James in the first minute could have been a yellow potentially because mm-hmm. he just went past one end. There was the foul in, um, the, in fact, the one where actually Gray had to go off injured. I can't for the world of me see why that's not a. Not a booking. It should have been because yeah. he's going past I, I, him. I was close to that. He's it going past been. him and he yeah, just yeah. clatters him because he knows he's past him. It's always, always a booking. But for some reason, they're ever like, nah, whatever. Do you yeah. think he should have sent their goalie off yeah. twice? Well, it, but weirdly, I think the one he booked him for. I, I reckon if you check back, he probably took longer than that on about ten other goal kicks. Yeah, he's so just he, absolutely fine. On for anyone who didn't see, he was booked for time wasting quite early on, but then just kept doing it because yeah. he knew that the ref ain't gonna. And had been doing it book him again. up to that point. Up to the point where he scored, he was doing it as well. It was quite a spectacular piss take after the equalised as well. It was some of the most audacious um, slowing down of a game I'd ever seen. When him and one of his defenders were like, pretending to have a chat, it's like, <laughs> they're fooling absolutely nobody, but I kind of respect the attempt. Yeah, apart from the ref. Yeah. Like pretending. We can't take it, ref. We're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Being rude. Interrupting my conversation. Oh, and the other if good... you'd let me finish... We'll take this goal kick. I, I was taught, yeah. can, I, can I finish please? You, I've heard from you. The other good bit with the ref was when um, he wouldn't let the corner be taken because the oh, because the ball another, somewhere near. another ball was on the pitch next to the post. So it's like that ball's got to go off. So somebody went and just rolled it off. He's like, no, it needs to be further away from the pitch. It's, it's near the pitch. confusing me that. Yeah, so, so he had to go I, guess, I can see it in my peripheral vision. Give it to a ball boy. <laughs> Uh, bitching and moaning about the ref Farker's refusing to talk about him in the post-match Says just, he spoke, he's spoken about this ref before in the past but he's not going to do so today which I think is a really cute way of handling that I've called him a small fat useless little cat in the, in the, in the past <laughs> <laughs> a little cartoffle <laughs> yeah. uh, now on Spence actually to go back we were, we were talking about him a while ago I was sort of willing him to be on the right today yeah. you, you can see his instincts at various points as would be to go down the line on stuff he realises when he gets there, he'll have to use his left foot. He's got to check back, yeah. And he's not going to be much use when he does that. He has so. to show you how good Byram is at it, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, but Sorry, go on. Yeah. But he's not done it before, as he spends, as far as I'm aware. Like it's So it is difficult. And he does, he's got the pace to still do most of the defending stuff and some of the overlapping, but I just don't, I don't sense he's really got any confidence in just knocking down the line and running. Which No. When he swaps sides, when we get a left back in January, we could a really we, good, really really good left. We, we back. could try that, couldn't we? Get a left back. Yeah, um, I'll, I'm very happy with Sam Byram to be clear, but mm-hmm. you know, just so we've got a, another option there. But he's a fragile little thing, and he is, I mean, it? Junior Furpo, ditto. Yes, and, and also he's hampered by being Junior Furpo. Yes, correct. I don't want to see Junior Furpo again. It was nice to see Joe Gohart, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a nice surprise. I thought there were two things I liked towards the end of the game. I was desperately looking for things to be like pleased about. And one was Russ is stopping Somerville getting booked. The other one was the uh, attendance being a nice round 36,700. Yeah. That was pretty okay. neat. That was very pleasing. And then Gelhart, just nice to see him. He didn't really play very well, but he was nice. He was all right. Good to see him get a run out. Missed him, really. Should we talk mm. about the subs again? Because a few people in the comments are mentioning the, the lateness of the subs. I, I have a certain amount of sympathy. I don't know if I flagged it up in recent weeks, like in recent shows. Um, 
pointing out or questioning, asking about the lateness of the sub. Is it a point worth exploring? But I kind of have sympathy as well for Farker in that it it's sort of demonstrably working, isn't it? In that we were getting loads and loads of chances. As you say, the chances weren't necessarily all clear cut, but you have that problem then of kind of maybe upsetting the balance or it not quite working or changing something that is working. It just just didn't quite go our way today, did it? I mean, so when... you can you kind of get it. I mean, but we did go for the old six up front today, I would say, after the changes. It was like a 3-1-6, wasn't it, really? I feel like in the past when he's been criticised for not making changes early enough, though, it's when we've been drawing and we were winning that game. Like We didn't change anything and then we scored. Yeah, And then we made changes not long after they scored, didn't we? It was. I was just looking at that. It was 12 minutes after they'd scored. So uh, we were we scored on 58, they scored 66. So yeah, if, you was the, if you're looking for the standard change it on the hour, there was no need. But then but 60... His, his tends to be a standard change it on 70 though. Yeah, I meant for like right. other clubs. Yeah. You didn't, like the hour is kind of the, the, the time market, where you start yeah. going, oh, I think about changes. Um, if you're like an unimaginative Neil Warnock type. <laughs> and then 66 minutes, they equalise and then, um, yeah, it's 78 when we bring on Pat and Will. What do you think of that attacking formation towards the end? Because it was creating plenty of chances, although I'm not quite sure what Pat was doing other than being a, a warm body. That's it. You just get, we just try to get in the way of everything because they've got loads of players back. So we just put loads of players forward and then see what happens. And it created the big chance for Dan James. Joe Roden had that flying header that mm. just went over the bar. He was and... in, he was definitely injured after that as well, but was trying desperately to to not be because he was like, "This ref's going to stop the game here." So mm. I've just got to pretend my ear hasn't dropped. I'll off. just tape my <laughs> tape my leg back on or whatever. I think he got a knock on the head. He chuck. He really chucked himself at that. Mm. Deserved and, a goal. Um, so we, you know, we keep plugging it. It's kind of uh, 3-1-3-3, and, but it's not, never going to be fluid because you are just kind of trying to batter your way through what's essentially their back eight by that time. That's how it ends up matching it up. And um, yeah, I don't know. It depends what's driving it really because if it's about, because Coventry, the way they celebrate the win, the way at full time their fans through... It was a draw, by the way. I know. I know what I mean is... <laughs> celebrated like a win. Celebrated like a win, which is kind of... The, yeah, that's the point. I, I, know what you, I knew what you meant. They threw on smoke bombs. They were uh, The fans were cheering the whole thing. Um, and I did at one point, I had a, a weird moment with about five minutes to go where I looked at the scoreboard. And I'm like, it, we are drawing, aren't we? Like They're not winning, but they were definitely acting as if they were. So it, which came first was whether it's about Coventry going to a back eight and Farker saying, right, the only way we're going to get through this is to throw on six attackers, or whether it's us throwing on six attackers and then they go into a, a back eight. But I don't know what I, suppose, I don't know what else you do in that situation when you know that the other team are going to defend the draw for all they're worth, um, apart from just try and attack them as much as possible. It makes sense to have loads of people who can um, score goals on the pitch, and if you haven't got those, you just put... Pat Bamford and Joe Gohart on. Put I'm sorry, on. lads. Put more of them on. That felt unfair. Uh, man of the match, who would you go for? Somerville got it on Fotmob. Yeah, about right. I thought, just returning to what we were saying earlier, I thought Dan James had a good game. He did a lot of defensive work. Yeah, he's quick, isn't he? Mm. This is his main thing. He did actually, I'd have to see it again, but it looked like he should have created a good chance for Rute, but I think he had a complete air kick, so I don't think it would even count as a shot, as a on XG. First half, I'm sure he... he Cutting down the, he got in down the right hand side, we chased a bit of a lost cause and cut one back. And I think Rutter just had a swing and a miss. Oh, Rutter wasn't near enough. 
Oh, it wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. It was far end from me. So it was one, it was like a, it was like a long oh, ball. shit crossing. Stupid. No, it was a good cross. It was, a, but it was a surprise because it was one of those long balls over the top that I think was aimed for somebody else. And Jan James was just like, I can get to that. Mm. So we got to it in the corner, um, challenged their fullback to win it and then put the cross over. And um, yeah, Rutter was stretching out his leg, but it was about a foot in front of him. So couldn't quite get onto it. But yeah, Dan James really good. I'm tempted to give it to Strauch just because I thought, I, mainly because I enjoyed watching him wrestling with Sims mm. all day. It was a lot of fun. And he did uh, um, one, I mean, these are so specific minor moments, but they stay in my stupid brain. But he did one <laughs> pass out to the left to Wilf that just, um, it looked like a kind of a, a 1970s player at a World Cup, just like passed perfectly into the, the space for the winger and striding along with his, his hair. Um blowing in the breeze so like I said I'd kind of given up on the idea of us winning the game at that point so I was looking like anything like Pascal Strauch's beautiful body shape when passing and beautiful so he, can, is. he can have the player of the match for that for me but uh, yeah Somerville just keeps making things happen doesn't yeah. he yeah, and he's, he's, he's the best isn't he? he seems to be the best finisher we have in those areas as well where it's you want to get a fraction of a second to hit the right moment where there's a little, he's, he's, a little, where there's a little gap in the defence and he's he can getting see quite good that little opening your body thing out I was going to say well, when he can, right. he can see very for a split second, he can see a corner of the net and he seems to know when to take that shot. Um, what, what do you feel about it in terms of uh, the table and how it leaves us? Because obviously, Ipswich, Ipswich dropped points. Yeah. You just put the table up I've on screen. I just put the table up on screen, my new That's, button. Do you like that? It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Get it off now. Um, yeah, it feels like a playoffy week, doesn't it? It does. It's so disappointing when you've got a chance like that that presents itself. But it'd be, it's a very Leeds thing to do, isn't it? To not capitalise on the, the team dropping points. Hmm. But um, yeah, I suppose I mean it's a, a derby for them, isn't it? So you form goes out the window and all that. But I suppose both us and them would have expected to win today. Mm, we should have done really, but it's, it's opened about a six point gap now, looking down the table to uh, to beneath, beneath Southampton. But they've caught us on points. I've never really, I'm not really even sort of thinking about Southampton. I'm only mm. kind of looking upwards, which I suppose says a lot about um, you're an arrogant prick, my, my absolute pig headed. Premier League arrogance but Southampton yeah. have beaten Blackburn 4-0 today mm. that's what they went and did um, there was a red card though. oh yeah so it was 1-0 and then a Blackburn player Callum Britton gets sent off for arguing and then so three after that so it's not really count does it mm, no the, uh, Southampton missed a penalty as well so they're just taking the piss so yeah uh, it's frustrating isn't it the whole thing can you not put it back onto cameras now what like that Oh, he has done it. <laughs> I thought you were floundering around trying to find the right button. Not floundering. I, I can even move the table with my little mouse on it. It's good. Wow. A little fancy thing. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on the stream if you have done. Uh, we will be back with all the usual stuff in the run-up to Christmas. So the whole, most of the usual format will be taking a break over Christmas, won't it? Uh, yeah. Just because so many matches. games and Christmas. And also it's Christmas. Yeah. And Correct. After Speaking Christmas. of Christmas, get your orders in for calendars and merch and that because we're sending them out on Monday. And if you don't get your order in, by Sunday night. This is UK, by the way. In the UK. Oh, if you're if you're abroad, you fucked it. Sorry about that. <laughs> Christmas is already ruined. Find some other uh, festivals to celebrate because you've already you've already missed it. Um, Moscow's pointing its book. Yeah, yeah Leslie's Leslie, Leslie Spies. Yeah, Leslie knows yeah, what this is. His books there. So that's if nice. you've already got one, Leslie, buy another. Yeah. So thanks for letting like, us hawk off our wares. It's all at the square bolt on it. As is the new mag. Check this out. There it is on screen. Okay, Show yeah. the video version. Look at that. Lovely that. Very yeah. nice, very nice. Yeah, but you can buy that on there too. Or you can buy it at the Ipswich game. Yes. Where our promotion hopes will be well and truly <laughs> finished. Hey, they couldn't beat Norwich. They couldn't. We could still beat them. We could. We just need, it just feels like we're out of form 
last uh, this week. But you've got to have a little wobble some at some point. And if a, def- if a defeat and a draw is all it is, then fine. Because if we come out and we beat Ipswich, it's going to completely reignite the whole feeling, isn't it, going into Christmas? Yeah. And when Wayne Rooney does us a favour on Monday night, just of course pre- he will. Pretend with the rhinos, Wayne. <laughs> Love mm. them. Um, I mean, do it for Ronnie. A bold fraud against a should be bold fraud in that game because obviously Rooney's Adam. Ah, yes, is that it sorted out? Yeah. Um, We've just got to let this one go, I think, haven't we? For the sake of our own well-being. No, I want to sit here till we've won. <laughs> I'm hate, I hate, I hate drawing these games. Yeah, frustrating it, but you know, there you go. What can you do? Stupid football team. Stupid Fuck game. Off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, right? We'll um, we'll catch you with all the usual stuff. Um, start next week, then we're back with Phil. We'll get the the view from the press box after this um, on Monday, and some propaganda maybe on Tuesday, depending on what what's happened elsewhere. Jordan, yeah. uh, Jordan Pataka's team have won today too. Oh, now. thank God! So that's good. I don't that's think he's played case. for a while. He's uh, he's back in the side for uh, Ashdod. So two 0 win. So that's good for him. <laughs> that's great news. Well, listen, uh, we will like draw a line under it there. I think. Say so, once we're onto Jordan Pataka's latest <laughs> we've, exploits, we've, we've had we've, enough. We've run out of of steam. Um, Merry Christmas if we don't speak to you before then, and we'll see you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast. 